Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a listener ask me a question. So this person is a fairly sensitive individual and she said, overall, I have had a lovely few days, but we had a visitor come to our house a few days ago and he's again, a lovely Christian person, but he's involved in really trying to push back darkness in intense ways. So he's not actually involved with preventing trafficking, but you can imagine that kind of weightiness and intensity around this person's life. And she said, ever since then, I just haven't felt very good. So can you pray or think of a way? How do I pray about this? Isn't that a beautiful question? And so First of all, I love the level of sensitivity to be able to say, why am I not feeling good? Does it, where could this link to? And we recognize, first of all, that you want to, of course, rule out anything in the natural. Like, well, maybe he brought germs with him or the rest of the world seems to be sick right now. Maybe I'm getting sick too, but that's something to talk about with Jesus. And if that doesn't seem to be the actual direction then to be able to say okay so I I don't feel good and how can I break agreement with whatever it is that that person is carrying and so I appreciate so much Cindy McFadden's perspective on why we even are on this earth (laughs) and she maybe asked it more like what is the point of prayer or like what's the point of our lives or something like that and I think the answer would be that we get to know God more, that we get to be in relationship with him. John 17, 3, which is my husband's favorite verse, it talks about how this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I mean, that's amazing to say that we get to have eternal life, that the whole point is knowing God, knowing Jesus. And so as we enter into that relationship, we're entering into eternal life even now, right? We don't have to wait till after we die. So that's really exciting and and precious to think about. I also think though, it's really okay to recognize that we get to be on journey with getting to know Jesus more. So what I think about this, for me, the most clear example is in my relationship with my business partner, Bob, because I met him as an adult. And because we started working together very soon after we had met, I feel like I have such a, it's such a stark contrast in my mind. I'm not trying to remember back, like, what was it like when I was in college and meeting people? And so there is a part of saying, Bob and I had a level of trust from the beginning, but only kind of, because when you've only known someone for a few months, you don't really know them. And so over the last couple of years, it's like, oh, I understand more how he thinks. I understand more how he processes. I understand what his strengths are, and I have a better understanding of his weaknesses. And that's all just part of being in relationship with someone over time. And so when I think about our relationship with God, (laughs) as much as it's beautiful to say, yes, Jesus, I am following you and I love you. We don't get to have an immediate 
full relationship with the Lord, that's part of being in relationship is that your relationship grows and develops, that you mature, you understand, you, you grow in your relationship with the other person. I say all of that because I think for me, because I struggle so much with trying to do things right or, oh my goodness, am I failing at this? There's a part of saying, Lord, if I ask you a question and I don't think I hear a very clear answer, I assume that something's wrong or like, oh my goodness, when am I going to hear God's voice better? And it becomes maybe a little bit of a performance issue for me. But I think really the point is that I don't, I don't come to my relationship with my husband. I don't come to my relationship with my boys. I don't come to my relationship with Bob out of this sense of like, oh my goodness, did I get it wrong? Oh, I'm so sorry, Phil. I, ah. That would be a recipe for neuroses or something. So it's much better to just say, oh, if I just didn't know that about you, I didn't know that about you. I'm learning and that's okay. And so the point of all of this story is to say, if you don't feel good after somebody came to visit, then you get to actually ask the Lord, Lord, what am I supposed to know from this? What are you wanting to show me? And it could be that you ask that before you go to sleep at night. And when you wake up, that you have an answer, kind of pay attention to those early thoughts when you first wake up. But in this case, I'm just going to ask the Lord to speak really clearly. So Lord, I thank you that you say in your word, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So Lord, as we do know you and we want to know you more, as we do follow you and we are excited to keep following you through eternity, we are asking that we would be able to more clearly hear your voice. Lord, that when you speak, that there would be such, such a sense of recognition and clarity. And so Lord, as we ask you questions, whether it be, how do I pray about this specific issue or whatever other question we might want to ask, like, what do you think about me, Lord? What do you, what's the next step in my relationship with my, this particular family member? Lord, I'm asking that you would give us the grace to be able to hear clearly and then be obedient to what you say. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.